It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Washington Football with your host of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, David Harrison and Chris Russell. Find Chris on Twitter at RussellMania621 and at the Team 980 at 106.7 The Fan in Washington, D.C. And covering your Washington football team and writing for Sports Illustrated. Find me on Twitter at DHarrison82 and then also covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Locked On Bucks podcast and at BucksNation.com, part of SB Nation. Find the show at LockedWFTPod. Welcome to old listeners and new all of you out there, if you haven't yet, go ahead and take the time right now real quick for us and subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review of the show. It helps us know what you guys are expecting from us, what you guys think about what we're giving you, and then it helps other Washington football team fans find the show just like you did. On today's episode, we've got a great slate of conversationals for you, uh, starting with Alex Smith and some some conversations that he's been having, some comments that he's made uh, in, the, in the press recently, and then with Dak Prescott and Ben Roethlisberger seemingly off the table for 2021 at least, we look at another potential quarterback option that we haven't really discussed in depth yet on this show, uh, but that is out there and may be a potential fit for the Washington football team. And then we dive into our next free agent focus profile as we get closer and closer to the new league year. Uh, Chris, how are you? How, how are you doing out there? And again, we talked about this, right? It's never a dull yep. day in Washington football team news. And we've yep. got some more news from the uh, former starting quarterback, possibly. Yeah, uh, it, it, another interesting day. And like you said, you know, always something going on. Uh, and it's rare when it doesn't. First of all, uh, hope you are well, David. Good to be back with you uh, again. I, I would say this, um, you know, so what you're talking about is Alex Smith did a profile in GQ magazine, which is kind of an interesting outlet. You know, I, I think Alex kind of fashions himself. And I think... You know, his wife, Liz, fashioned themselves as much bigger than football. So, you know, I guess they kind of like what they like and who they like and choose to do things that they want to do with who they want to do it with. And, you know, uh, I guess that's the reason why they went with GQ magazine, uh, which, you know, is what it is. Uh, what's interesting is... You know, and I know there's been a lot of reaction in the Washington, D.C. area. And uh, I did a four hour radio show and we certainly talked about it for a while on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, I, I'm not sure what your first reaction was, but my first reaction was, you know, and, and it's easy to come across as, as Alex seems bitter. Uh, and I, I wouldn't use the term bitter. I would use frustrated. And I think he's got some legitimate gripes. Uh, or some legitimate points and reasons to be frustrated. I just don't quite understand the, the exact time and place 
of some of the printed frustration, meaning last August and what happened and, and how it happened, I, would, I, I was expecting him to be more frustrated with, okay, like since the end of the season or towards the end of the season, there's a lot of stuff going on and there's been a lot of rhetoric if you will, about my future, that I expected him to be more frustrated about as opposed to something that happened last July and August. Yeah, I mean, when I read the comments, you know, I, I hear bitter. That's that's exactly what comes across to my head is a, is a guy who essentially thinks that he uh, deserves or has, has deserved or has, has made himself entitled to a certain level of treatment or, uh, you know, confidence or consideration that he doesn't feel like he got from the franchise and from the new coaching staff and you know, there's a lot of hurt feelings that it would seem in these comments from, from the way that I read them. And, you know, he's, it's always a little bit tricky when you're reading uh, spoken words because, you know, the, the context and, and the, the emphasis in certain words and all that stuff. I always go back uh, to Ja'Kai Polite at the, at the NFL scouting combine. And when he started talking about how teams were bagging on him and trashing him and doing all this other stuff. And, and I'm standing there at the podium as he's saying this and in my head, I'm going, dude, you're about to get murdered for what you're saying. But if you're listening to the actual words he's saying, you can tell this is just the way the kid talks. So like he's not actually being disrespectful. That's just the way he says, like, instead of somebody saying, well, they critiqued me a lot and asked me about my weaknesses. He says, Oh man, they were bagging on my game a lot and asking me, you know, what's, what's wrong with me and mm -hmm. stuff. And, but the way that it sounds or the way that it reads, and that's what happened on Twitter and in articles is those words got put in a written form and it blew up and everybody murdered him for it. Now it turns out there's some other things that he had wrong or going on with his work ethic and everything else anyway. So, you know, probably not a whole lot of stock lost in that situation anyway, but yeah, I, I see, I hear a lot of hurt feelings and I'm surprised. I mean, this is a guy who's been in this business for a long time. He's seen a lot of things. He's seen what comes and goes in the NFL. I don't know why he expected Ron Rivera to come in and I'll kind of say like, well, you, you know, had this severe injury kind of for this team. So we owe you a certain amount of dedication. Cause that's, I mean, that's just not how the business works to be honest with you. Right. And, and, you know, Alex himself, and it's, it's the headline of the story. I never thought it was actually going to happen. So like he had his doubts. Now I'm sure at some point, obviously in project 11, it shifted to, Oh yeah, I can make this happened. But just so everybody's kind of aware, you know, what we're kind of talking about is Alex quoted as saying, so there was a very small group of people that actually thought that I could do this. I think the rest of the world either doubted me or they patronized me and said, yeah, that's really nice. You're trying. When I decided to come back, I definitely threw a wrench into the team's plan. They didn't see it, didn't want me there, didn't want me to be a part of it, didn't want me to be on the team, the roster, didn't want to give me a chance. Mind you, it was a whole new regime. They came in and I was like the leftovers and I'm hurt and I'm this liability. He said, heck no, they didn't want me there. And listen, David, you know, um, I'm not sure what you remember about this. I mean, obviously I was boots on the ground uh, at that time and talking to Ron and, 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 and Alex Smith and teammates uh, at the time. And yes, there was a lot of hesitation and there was a lot of concern and doubt and question whether Alex would be able to come back and more, would he be able to move to protect himself, move by design, move to protect himself, throw on the run, you know, and, 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 and remember he had not only the 17 surgeries, but the drop foot and he's 36 and, and, and hasn't played in two years and so on and so forth. 
uh, all of that stuff. And, you know, in talking to somebody in the organization on Tuesday afternoon, you know, I, I was just reminded, and I, I mean, I was trying to get my head around all of this and why he would be so critical of what they thought in August, uh, because that's what I was having trouble with. And they said, you know, look, if we would have had like OTAs or a veteran minicamp or some way of seeing where Alex was at on the field under this coaching staff, under this regime, um, you know, if we would have had that, then we would have had a better idea of where he was at, but we didn't have that. So there was hesitation. There was pause. There was concern for Alex's health and safety, but also for the team and for the team's win and, and, and loss mark, if you will, and performance. So um, I think we should keep that in mind, you know, with any criticism towards the Washington football organization. And I'm not saying Alex doesn't have a right to be frustrated. He can be frustrated about whatever he wants, but I think we should keep that in mind. Yeah, absolutely. And plenty more still to come on this conversation about what Alex Smith had to say to GQ Magazine. And we're going to do that right on the other side of this message from our sponsors over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action because football might be over, but there's always sports happening. NBA, college basketball, NHL are in full swing, and Major League Baseball is right around the corner. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds you need. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Just hit up your computer or your mobile device, sign up for a free account today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Again, that's promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. This Locked On podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found home chef home chef provides fresh ingredients and chef designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself i'm pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs i had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon a beautiful trout dish and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together for a limited time right now home chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on that's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert All right, we're covering everything you need to know about the Washington football team. But what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by our pal, the great Peter Bukowski. It's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcast, like the Washington football team podcast. All right, David, so we continue along our conversation about Alex Smith, his comments to uh, GQ, and he kind of detailed how they wanted to put him on the physically unable to perform list, which they didn't at the start of camp, right? He was cleared to at least practice at the start, but he says they wanted to try and put him on that PUP list for two weeks. Then they tried to IR him. Um, and, and, and I remember, you know, Ron and, 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 and Scott Turner saying, yeah, you know, again, there was a lot of doubts and I, I think Ron did want to, 
you know, put him on the IR list, which was a, a modified rule this year where if they put him on the initial 53 man roster on the cutdown day from 90 to 53, then the next day they could put him on the, on the IR and it would be like a short-term IR, meaning he would have to miss three weeks as opposed to like Ruben Foster, who was put on the IR before making the 53. And therefore he was required to be out for the entire year. Again, different rules and whatever. So I think that's what Alex is referring to. Uh, And I did hear that. And certainly I would have understood that. And that's what I thought they were going to do quite honestly, because Ron and Scott and Ken Zampezi did not think Alex was ready to go out there and start slinging the football around and running all over the place. And I think that's fair. Uh, Do you have a problem with him being frustrated that they wanted to maybe protect him and protect themselves no 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 i have not i have really nothing wrong with i, I have no no uh, grievances against the franchise in this situation just from what we know right now i mean and there may be more to the story that we don't know and if that comes out that might change my opinion but right now uh, i kind of already said it a little bit but alex smith is asking for a lot of consideration without giving a whole lot i mean he, he said it himself he rehabbed outside the facility now that may be because he needed different specialists, you know, than the team had. I mean, he's right. The team is used to rehabbing ACLs and stuff like that, not the type of injury that he suffered from. So if, whether he decided, you know, to, to do his rehab outside the facility or it was COVID related or the team just didn't have the staff or whatever it was, whatever the reason is he did his rehab outside the facility. So you're talking about a head coach and a coaching staff that don't know you. And now you, they don't see you rehabbing either. So they're not seeing the work that you're putting in. They're not witnessing this, the, the, the progression you're making and all this other stuff. And then to, to talk about, you know, throwing a wrench in their plans when you came back. I mean, again, look at the injury that you suffered. You can't expect a coaching staff or a franchise to say, yes, we're 100% sure and dedicated and all bought in that Alex Smith is going to come back from that injury and be just as good as ever and be as mobile as ever, because that is part of his game from the, from the beginning of his career. His mobility has been part of his game, part of his repertoire, what makes him dangerous as an NFL quarterback. You can't expect them to, to see your injury from outside, from afar, take over the reins of this franchise, not see you rehabbing for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and then have full 100% confidence in you that you're going to come back fully 100% you, the same old you that they've seen on film and everything else, and not make a plan B at least for for a quarterback and even maybe address that plan B as plan A. But then he goes into, they didn't want me back. They didn't want me here. The pup stuff, the IR stuff. Listen, there are enough rules in the national football league. If Ron Rivera didn't want Alex Smith playing or suiting up for the Washington football team in 2020, Alex Smith wouldn't have suited up. You know what I mean? Like he may have had his doubts and he may have taken precautions that Alex looks at as hurdles that he had to clear and all that stuff. But if you ask Ron Rivera, he probably looks at them as benchmarks that Alex Smith had to, had to reach to show the team that he was ready to take those steps. And then he did. And when he did, he was on the field. Like yeah. that, that's what kind of blows my mind about this is, is we read this thing and it's, it's a, it's a chronicle of they didn't want me. They didn't like me. They hated me. You know, they doubted me, you know, da, 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 da. And then I started for them and led them to a playoff break. Like brother, like the, the only reason that you're the comeback player of the year is because Ron Rivera and the Washington football team put you on the field. Right. And again, if they didn't want you there, you wouldn't have been there. Now, they eventually, I, I mean, at some point, you almost feel like they didn't have a total choice, meaning to put him on the field. Like, 
but they really did. They could have gone back to Dwayne Haskins every time that Kyle Allen got hurt, uh, but they didn't because they were so down on Dwayne Haskins. So it's almost like they did have a choice, but they didn't have a choice. Um, but to your point, like, again, Alex, I, I think, is bitter about the wrong thing, it seems. He should be more frustrated, quite honestly, about what you just kind of alluded to is, hey, look, they were five and one with him as a starter, whether it was his because of him or, or not. He was a part of that. And he was the leader on the field, certainly of the offense and maybe of the team yeah. and certainly an inspiration. They were five and one and helped win a division. Be mad about that or be frustrated about not maybe. Uh, or, or them wanting to move on from that as opposed to what happened in July and August. That's the part that I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, like if he came out here and said, you know, I came back, I made it back. I showed them I could do it. I helped this team go, you know, five and one down the stretch. We made it to the playoffs. I don't see why I'm not getting another chance that I could see that I could be like, okay, I'm on your side, Alex, in this case. But even still then, I mean, we always know new, co- new coaches, what do they want? They want their guy, you know, and, and kind of the last, I guess the last, you know, the last little, you know, piece of information I'll throw out there. I mean, Cam Newton was an available quarterback during this time period. Like if, if Ron Rivera really, really just didn't want to start Alex Smith, he could have brought Cam Newton onto the onto the roster and then basically would have turned into Ron is going with his guy. And it would never look like, oh, you're just anti Alex Smith. No, you're just pro Cam Newton. Well, yeah, no kidding. You know what I mean? Of, right. of course he is. So I again I just and to, to me, it just seems like a guy who is, is being a little, uh, I don't say dishonest, but a little bit lack, lacking in awareness of the business that he's in. You know what I mean? Um, but then wanting a lot of credit, again, for things that were happening outside the facility, the, the rehab and all that stuff, and then the recovery itself that, yeah, nobody saw coming. I mean, nobody saw the level that he was going to be able to play at again mm-hmm. actually happening, and that it wasn't a slight to Alex Smith. It's just that's how terrible the 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 injury that he suffered was it, it wasn't uh you know nobody was throwing shade at alex saying there's no way you can come back from this because mm-hmm. you're alex smith it's there's no way anybody like who right. could come back from that so again I, I think he's taking a lot of stuff personally that he shouldn't be taking personally but then not giving credit to a franchise for for protecting their franchise no it's fair and, and again i i just think i i get that he's frustrated I, I just get i think that he's frustrated about the wrong thing all right speaking of veteran quarterbacks um Let's bridge to another one. How about if Alex Smith is replaced by Ryan Fitzpatrick, the 38-year-old quarterback, uh, last with the Miami Dolphins. Of course, they were rolling along and doing pretty well, and then they yanked Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, and went to Tua Tonga Viola, and, well, it didn't exactly go the way the Miami Dolphins were hoping. Uh, In seven starts last year, nine games, four and three record, 68.5% completion rate, just mm. over 2,000 uh, yards, 2,091, 13 touchdowns, eight interceptions uh, for Ryan Fitzpatrick. And you know he's always been good, David, at scrambling, running around, extending <laughs> plays, uh, and, you know, again, kind of um, smartly breaking down defenses in right. different ways. Uh, and he really, I think, cut down, you know, on on the notion that he's always been a, a Fitz tragic waiting to happen. Um, I'm not saying he's perfect, but he did cut down on some of his interceptions last year. What right. about the possibility that he could come here as Field Yates, I believe it was from ESPN, kind of alluded to and mentioned? Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a roller coaster. Like he he's a guy that is a lot of fun to watch. Um, on the football field and sometimes it's for good reasons and sometimes it's for catch your heart as it's flying through the air type of reasons and he, he just scares the crap out of you um 
he, he and he's always going to be that guy. He's always been that guy. So he's going to continue to be that guy. Um, you know, he's, he's nearing 40 years of age. He's not going to change that at this point in time. But he's he's the kind of quarterback that kind of fits the mentality of a guy like Ron Rivera. I mean, when you have a coach that, you know, his nickname is Riverboat Ron because he likes to take chances and likes to gamble a little bit here and there. Ryan Fitzpatrick is that quarterback that when, you know, when the coach says we're going for it here, he's the quarterback that you want. He's not going to be terrified at that moment. He's going to be excited to go out there for that moment. And then when Ron says, no, we're going to punt or we're going to kick a field goal, he's going to say, no, coach, come on, let's, let's, go, let's go all in right now. You know what I mean? So it, it, it might be a, a bad relationship in that where they kind of egg each other on on how many risks they want to take. Um, but one thing I can t- I can promise you is no matter what team you play, where you're going to be entertained, and that's that's the end of the day. And at the end of the day, NFL is an entertainment business, right? Yeah, no, no, no doubt about it. And and one thing to always remember is, sure, he's he's turned the ball over plenty, but he's also made a lot of plays. And um, I, you know, I, I think you could do a lot worse. I mean, if you were asking me, Ryan Fitzpatrick or Tyrod Taylor or yep. even quite honestly Marcus Mariota, I would go Ryan Fitzpatrick. We'll have more. Uh, on Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, as we go along here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast, along with David Harrison. I'm Chris Russell here, guys, for Built Bar. That's right. We keep telling you about Built Bar. New box arrived in the mail yesterday. Can't wait to crack it open. Uh, mm, Built Bar. Yum. Use them as a meal replacement. Use them for breakfast. Use them for dessert. I mean, who wouldn't want a chocolate bar that tastes great and is good for you? Well, Built Bar is the answer to all of your questions and all of your problems. You can eat what you want and have it taste great with a Built Bar. Six new flavors, 12 original, covered in chocolate. They're easy to chew, soft. They don't get stuck in your teeth. uh, And they're, again, good for you. Great for any diet, low in calorie, low in sugar, low in net carbs, high protein, high fiber. Check them out, guys, at BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wednesdays on Locked On NFL, we take a dive into the future of your favorite NFL franchises as Tony Wiggins and James Rapine are joined every week by a Locked On draft expert to talk prospects in the upcoming draft and young NFL players fresh in the league. Did your team have a big rookie performance this season or are they shaping up to have a premier draft pick in the 2021 NFL draft? Get everything you need on Wednesday on Locked On NFL. Subscribe to Locked On NFL wherever you get podcasts. Wrapping up today's episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, David Harris and Chris Russell here. And we're going to wrap things up the way we have been all offseason. And that is with a free agent focus. And Chris, this time we're switching gears to the tight end position uh, going down the list there at PFF. And you've got 26-year-old tight end Hunter Henry potentially becoming a free agent from the Los Angeles Chargers roster. What do you think about young Hunter Henry? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I love the kid. Uh, very talented. I think he's going to cost way more than Washington is ever going to want to spend. As we saw last offseason when they had a price for Austin Hooper from Atlanta, and he ultimately and quickly went to Cleveland. When Washington had a price, it wouldn't go over that price, really. And Cleveland blew it out of the water. And I think all things considered, Washington made the better decision with Logan Thomas uh, on a on a two-year deal for you know, virtually nothing as opposed to the amount of money that Cleveland spent on Austin Hooper. So I would expect them not to be heavy uh, and focused, if you will, uh, on the tight end position in free agency. That doesn't mean that they can't potentially uh, sign one because they really don't have a one a or a one B or even a number two, if something happens to Logan Thomas, and certainly he would be defended a little bit differently. I would think this year with more tape and more knowledge uh, on him. I mean, Jeremy, Sprinkles a free agent. I don't know if he's coming back. I mean, if he comes back, it'll be a last minute type thing. And he's more just a blocker uh, and not even a great one. Um, You know, it was kind of a mess, quite honestly, between Marcus Ball and some other guys uh, to be that second tight end. So again, I would expect that they would potentially try and bring somebody in, but I just can't see uh, Hunter Henry as good as and and talented as he is. uh, And then The last thing I'll say is, you know, even if they needed it, you had to be careful or you have to be careful with a guy like this because got a lot of injuries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's going to be the big concern with it, with a guy in this position, especially and 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 a guy coming into a a potentially big contract. I mean, they're projecting him to average twelve million dollars a year. They're projecting uh, four years with twenty three point five million guaranteed and forty eight million total. That's that's a very steep price to pay. And, you know, Washington, you know, they've got some money to spend if they really want to. But I think that there are positions on the team. They're a little bit more important than tight end. I think Logan Thomas is a, is a good option. Probably not, you know, the best tight end in the league or, you know, even a top five, I suppose, if you were to put a list together, we, we'd have to do that. Um, but he's serviceable and he's good for what you ask him to do. And there are other options out there, like you said, that are cheaper. I mean, maybe even in the draft or some other maybe more unheralded free agents that are going to be out there uh, during the early part of the new league year, even after the draft sometimes. There are guys that are made available. I mean, David Njoku and, and Evan Ingram have been – Uh, guys that are rumored to be kind of on the outs with their current teams. Maybe you can grab them for a fourth or fifth round draft pick. Uh, There's a tight end in Tampa um, that, you know, is is about to enter his fifth year option that would cost half as much as Hunter Henry would on average for this, for this next year who has some pretty good skills and he looks pretty good in in a similar color of red uh, going back to his collegiate days who might be available as well. So that'd be something uh, more interesting to kind of look for, but Chris, a position that the Washington football team could address, and since we have a little bit of time, we can go ahead and move on. So that is a wide receiver, and Will Fuller from the Houston Texans is also set to become an unrestricted free agent if he does, in fact, hit the open market. What do you think, uh, real quick, about Will Fuller potentially joining the team? Well, you know, I I know Will Fuller was a guy that they were interested in, now a different management and administration, uh, ultimately back in, what, 2016, uh, and they traded down slightly, actually, with Houston, and Houston was able to take Will Fuller and... Uh, Washington took Josh Doxson. And uh, listen, you know, the, the the one thing that I would say about Fuller is, you know, we know he's got speed, right? Even after, uh, didn't he have a torn ACL two years ago? I believe uh, that prematurely ended his season and he's had some injuries. Uh, obviously, I, I don't know. Uh, to me, as much as I respect him and as much as I like him, I can't spend the kind of money on him that it's going to cost, especially if we're talking, you know, uh, you know, uh, if we're talking 
15 plus million dollars. I just can't go there. Yeah, no, I agree with you. All right. So that's going to do it for us right here on the uh, Locked on Washington football team podcast. Uh, Appreciate you guys being with us. Thanks to Built Bar and thanks to BetOnline.ag. For David Harrison, I'm Chris Rosen. Back with you with another episode. This is the Locked on Washington football team podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.